witchcraft. <laughs> Do you have like a fake towel? What can I get for you? <laughs> I think you're doing just fine. I think I'll take um an apple juice. All right. <laughs> What's the other choice? Apple juice. Oh, I think I'll take one of those. All righty. And I also have an apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> in this episode of Literary Bitchcraft is brought to you by Treetop Apple Juice. 100% apple juice. No. no. Just kidding. No, we are not. It's every episode. <laughs> every single episode is a different <laughs> what, what was it last this time? This episode um, brought you by Tampax. Bum. Bumble? Oh my god, I'm going to fart. What if it rumbles to the mic? Well, Do I'm going to sell that one a little bit. Yeah. I did it already. Oh. Her face is right there. You're like a lady. No. How do we start this? <laughs> I did yoga today. I feel like we needed to get out the fake episode. We we needed to lube up. It was our first one of the year. It was a blessing in disguise, if you will. That the fact that that's going to be heard is. <laughs> I liked. Oh, oh my god, that's gonna kill me in editing. Oh no. Oh god. There's moments like that, like when the when the bug landed on the mic, because I edit with it louder than people are going to listen to it, so I hear every little thing, and when the bug landed on the mic, I literally jumped and like swatted around <laughs> myself. I was alone in the booth, and it was so embarrassing. I was like, and then I looked around, who's going to, anyway, this is literary bitchcraft. Are you bitching? Is there a bitch in your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Keep That's it. been my brand this year already, it's just the dumbest jokes possible. What do you mean this year? Oh no. We lost the who are all these men <laughs> joke. Wait. What was it? Wait, it's because I was like, oh, wait, check the mic. Wait, check the jack. And then I was like, Mike, Jack, who are all these men? Mike, Jack, who are these men? It's so fucking stupid. Hi, we're Literary Bitchcraft. And we are three girls who were catfished by a book. Yeah. Uh, and also the fact that we recorded this episode. It was a lot of catfishing. There's a lot of fraudulence. Oh, yeah. This is our second time recording this, by the We've way. We've never had to re record an episode before. Yes, we have. Vish. Who? Was it Vicious? Oh, yeah. <laughs> vicious, we had to record like three times, right? Two times. No, we just recorded for like three hours. Yeah. Because it was an hour and a half, and then it was an hour and a half. Oh, and then it, like, we realized after like half an hour, it stopped recording. No, it was like a full hour in. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, shit. It's not recording. Oh, no, I almost spilled my apple juice. Are you okay? Are you spilling it too? <laughs> the apple juice fought back up through me. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. Crap. I wish I fucking knew what I was doing. I wish you did too. No, <laughs> Why can you not hear us at all? What is going on? To quote Bella in Twilight when they pull up to um, the crime scene where Charlie is at and she's in the car with Edward on the way back from Port Angeles. <clears throat> What is going on? <laughs> the way she delivers that line is atrocious. <laughs> oh, oh wait, let's all drink in tandem. Anyways, we are Nicole. We're, we're Nicole. We're Nicole. <laughs> we're Alexis and we're Laura. Please say our names. I'm And we're Nicole. And we're Nicole. <laughs> no. So, okay, so that's Nicole 1, that's Nicole 2, <laughs> and this is Nicole 3. Nicole 1's in an isolation booth. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole 3 is lonely, because she has the gentlest voice on this planet. Project, Nicole! No. Fucking thespian. 
<laughs> no, that was always my, the one note I would get to project, project, project. Do you want to hear something? That was the one note I got a lot. Really? And I was like, why? Yeah. But I was the villain, so I was just supposed to be Quiet. at 100% all the time. I was always the villain because I'm so tall. <laughs> I thought you were saying because that means the, the world's scared of tall women. It is. I was literally, every time I went anywhere, they're like, I'd go for the girl and I'd have like the pretty princess voice when I'm singing. I'm like, ha! Ah! And they're like, mm, <laughs> no. Can you pitch that down? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> oh no, what do I do? <laughs> It's okay, I got it. Nicole let removed me, the entire mic stand no, from the fell. desk. Why are you so fucking strong? <laughs> oh, it she's fell. The villain. It's the rage. We should probably get to the book now, though. Yeah, let's yeah. get to the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. <sighs> um, two people have day jobs. This is the first time you guys will hear us within 24 hours of us recording it. In Five Years by Rebecca Searle. So I chose this book uh, for December as our group read because I figured... You know what? Let's have a nice, light, fun, and mindless short book. And it destroyed us. So that was fun. I'm never choosing a book again. Except for she also chose January's book. <laughs> and then and January... she chose Norwegian Wood. I'm, I'm... No, we're not doing this again. We are not doing this <laughs> let's again. Let's not have this argument again. No, let's do it. We all had a part in it. <laughs> I had the least part. Anyway, so the book, <laughs> it opens up with... Danny. Danny. Boring. Yeah, type A boring. Not fun type A. I usually like type A, and then I was like, this bitch is boring. Like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Me and Laura listened to it together um, on audiobook uh, one in day. one sitting. Not even one day, one sitting. Yeah, that's true. Like, we didn't stop. Yeah. I boiled some eggs, and then I sat down and I ate those eggs, and then I played Hades. I just played Hades. <laughs> You didn't boil any eggs? No. I baked cookies, actually. <laughs> uh, I'm documenting the interview process. Oh, shit. I should pull out my phone for the vlog. God, you're so good, Nicole. I try. What would I do without you? Probably just have more diarrhea than I do now. <laughs> do I help with that? I think so. Please don't cut that part. She's literally just being annoying for the whole first chapter. She's like, I know my... Have your plan. It's important. <laughs> she has it. So it opens up with her five-year plan. So the five-year plan. <laughs> and so this plan, which she wants to conquer in five years, um, it's going to take five years to, to get it done. So there's a five-year plan, and she has it all planned, and she knows what she's doing because it's planned. And she's with a guy, and he's boring. His name is David. And she has a best friend, and the name is Bella. Not like Twilight. Yes, like Twilight. I can't stop thinking about it. And... um. She's like, my whole life is playing out. I'm going to be BFS with Bella. I'm going to be married to David. I'm going to be living in this specific apartment. And I'm going to be working at this specific firm. And this is important because she's going to an interview at this firm. And so she goes to the interview at this firm. And then they're like, what's your five-year plan? And she's like, oh, bitch, I have been rambling about this for the whole first chapter. And I'm like, am I going to put this book down? I think I'm going to DNF because I just went through this. And then she goes through it again. Where she's like, this is my whole plan. Married to David. Best friends with Bella. In an apartment at this firm. And they're like, damn, bitch, you are prepared. Luckily, you're a lawyer. We love when you're prepared. And then. David proposes to her like she knows. Mm -hmm. She literally is like, he's going to propose to me. And they're at this restaurant and they're having. The he's like, this is the wine you like. This is the pasta you like. This is the ring you wanted. Everything about you is so predictable. Lol. And then she's like, haha, yeah, I love it. And then she goes home. She passes out from drinking a little too much champagne because she got a little too crazy. But they also ordered something because they ordered more food. And then she's like, that's just like so me and David. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> 
it got so irritating. I was like, girl, the reason I'm regurgitating it like this is because it's so irritating. It's so annoying. And then she falls asleep. And she has, quite literally, a wet dream. <laughs> she wakes up and she's in a new apartment. She has a new ring on her hand. There's a new man. And his name is Aaron. And he's sexy. And then she sees the TV and there's a date on there. And she's <laughs> because she's like, mumbling to she's like, get this over here. Because it's me, it's me saying into the mic, like, I fucking broke it again. And then I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> because I want us to keep going. Anyways, ignore that, bitch. <laughs> I, will be, I will be completely editing out whatever's going on over there. I am so sorry. Okay. Oh, and the date is 2025. Note, we're in a COVID-free world in this book. That's important to me. Yeah. It's very important to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> every time they went out to a restaurant, I was like, oh. Okay. Oh, how I wish that was me. Anyway. Anyway. It's the straws. So, the wet dream. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she has sex with this man, Aaron, and it's like the best sex she's ever had. And then she wakes up and she's next to David and she's kind of like, mm, boo. I mean, at least I'm like, boo. She wakes up from this wet dream and she's like, whoa, my pussy's throbbing way too hard for that to have been fakesies. Um, and she's like, did I just have a pussy premonition? Vagina vision, pussy premonition. I'm going to start making a song. Fuck. In a five-year ambition. Ooh. Oh, we got a rapper on there. <laughs> Missy Elliott? Oh, God. Is that you, misdemeanor? <laughs> if it's worth it, let me work it. Nothing dances in reverse it. If you're... What will it be? <laughs> I think I'm tapped out. My gassies. I never finished my first box, and I still have the second one. Pussy. You know what? Fine. Throw me on the fucking third juice. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> I feel like how gassy I'm about this juice box and accepting them is like when someone's like clearly too drunk. Anyway. So then she goes and meets Bella. Sorry. Bella's back. Physically shoving down, going on a tangent about how apples weren't originally made for anything but drinking. I'll keep it in for later. I'll teach you about Johnny Appleseed another day. Okay, well, let's get back to the book. You guys aren't curious about Johnny? No. <laughs> no. So, after her... I'm trying to think of another, like, pussy premonition kind of energy. Cunt cross... Cunty crossover. <laughs> Coochie clue. This is where Nicole throws up. She can't die for me saying Gucci Clue. That can't be what kills her. Don't look at it! <laughs> is it still recording? <laughs> Everything is still recording. And we're back. I love that she just got done throwing up and she still looks great. No, yeah, I was kind of like, I didn't think you were throwing up at first, but when you looked up and laughed the first time, you looked fine. You still look fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just I'm just clean freaking my foot. No one ever says Alexis, it's literally because you said like cunty what crossover. Was, cunty cunty crossover. crossover. That's what did it. it grew up just that. <laughs> I can't so, wait to see the video. Intermission. Check our YouTube channel to see not Nicole vomit, but her suddenly disappear from the screen <laughs> and uh, me and Nicole start gagging. But uh for the the audio listeners out there, 
I did say cunty crossover, and Nicole did throw up because of it. She's okay. Um, but we're gonna be like our last episode and wrap up. <laughs> such a good laugh. That face too when you made. <laughs> um, I do pay hundreds of dollars in SAG dues. Did it last night. <sighs> the last recording we did that never made it. Um, you had not paid it yet. Yeah, it was just I hadn't. Yeah, character girl. And I didn't. Wow. My mom took my credit card and paid it for me because she didn't want me to get kicked out. <sighs> anyway, so she meets up with Bella. So she does, but then uh, we go four and a half years later, and she's like, for some reason isn't married to David still. She just doesn't feel like it's right. You dumb bitch. And then she's like at her firm, doing great, eating a lot of food at the firm, for some reason. Oh my god. <clears throat> Your device ran into a problem and needs to restart. We're just collecting some error info and then we'll restart for you. That's so hot. <laughs> I have a theory as Rebecca Searle. And she says that we don't have that great of reviews for her. She said, She blue screened my computer. She said, Cut it off. Oh, fuck. It blue screened. Debating on how to go about this. Just scoot over, Nicole. Okay. We're just going to finish it on here together. <laughs> <laughs> just scoot over. Fuck it. <laughs> Take a sip, babes. Take a fucking sip. Where did my other juice box go? I had one between my legs. Take a sip. Take a fucking sip, babes. This is what podcast... This is literally the worst... This is the worst we've ever done. And I'm trying to record it. I'm like, this is not what it's like. Normally we sit down, we have some mimosas, and we vibe. (laughs) My computer doesn't normally blue screen. Nicole doesn't normally throw up on my floor, and we don't all usually get gassy from juice. She's gonna throw up again. You know what? There she blows. No, she's good. There she blows. Time to sing her sea shanty. Oh, my lady on the water. (laughs) Stop. Vomited on me, daughter. I just want to get this episode over. Rebecca Searle. Fuck you. Please. Please. This episode was tabletopping us. I already have a back injury. Rebecca, please stop blowing my back out. <laughs> so uh, she goes on a lunch date with her best friend, Bella. Like Twilight. And <laughs> and Bella's like, wow, I think I'm in love. And then Danny's like, you say that every week. And then they go out to dinner. And a bunch of hoopla happens. But it doesn't matter because they go to dinner and it's fucking Aaron. His name's not Aaron. She's Greg. Greg. Yeah, she's talking about him the whole night. She's like, oh my god, this name's Greg. I asked fucking Laura when they were at the lunch. I was like, is Greg Aaron? And Laura's like, no, that's crazy. His name's Greg. And I was like, god, you're right. I'm just like so nervous because I loved Bella and I did not want her to get fucked over. And I did not like Danny. I don't like the main I don't want the main character to fuck over the character I like. And then they met and it was Aaron. And Danny's like, oh my god, my pussy. My pussy premonition. That's so pussy. So pussy. <laughs> it's the future I can queef. They go on some shenanigans. And this is where I'm just gonna skip this whole part. They go on this great summer vacation. Bella thinks she's pregnant. Danny bonds with Bella and Aaron separately and together, and it's like they're perfect for each other. My vaginal discharge must have been tripping that night. Because you know what? Fuck it. Um, I love him for my BFF. And we're gonna be homies for life. And then Bella was like, Oh my god, I'm so happy to be pregnant. She fucking started decorating a nursery as soon as they got back. She's a week pregnant. Like, literally. She's like, I've been letting this man hit it raw for, like, two weeks, but I'm ready for this kid. And, by the way, they're, like, 32, 30. 
like oh uh danny had this whole thing where she like planned her life out life out by numbers i also didn't like that this was completely abandoned like this was like the whole first half of the novel i don't even remember that part it the book opens and she's like 27 the perfect age to be engaged oh yeah i plan every number of my whole life and then like she never mentions again i was like was it that important danny did you plan it or were you just having a that's the point because half of it got planned and then she drops it because it's not right but she doesn't want to admit that it's right yeah, but it's just, that's the thing. It's like, how stupid is this bitch? That she's like, I'm just quirky. You've had numbers your whole 30 years of living, and suddenly you're like, mm, I'm a lawyer. I don't need algebra. That's a midlife crisis. Oh, God, yeah. You're 24? <laughs> 25? You're 25. Okay, but she's also puking She's like, God, <laughs> yeah, those midlife crises, they hit I you fast. I just love apple juice. <laughs> I get, that sounds like you're in the kindergarten crisis. <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> Shit, you're <laughs> Think at least throw up some alcohol. <laughs> Fucking apple juice. Anyway, so Bella gets back and then she goes to the docky walkie and she's like, hey, doc, I painted clouds on the walls. And then the book's like, surprise. Oh, my God. I forgot about the trigger warning. Oh, that episode didn't come out either. <laughs> the episode I promised to give a trigger warning didn't come out. So I don't have to give a trigger warning. <laughs> I'm going to have a stroke. Just puke up apple juice. My left arm was going numb. I need more apple juice. We're just having a book talk. What do you mean? Let's just fucking get through this episode. So then her best friend gets diagnosed with cancer. And it comes out of nowhere and it hits you like a truck. You're in this horny, fun, flirty, like you're happy for the best friend. You're happy for Danny. You're happy for everybody involved. And then suddenly, literally, she's dying. Actively. She has stage three ovarian cancer. Stage three, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, it was a false positive. That's a thing that can apparently happen. Also, if I'm talking a lot, it's because we're trying to rush this now because Nicole did throw up on the floor and also my computer blue screen. And I'm re- uh, and so then, moving on. So she is like, oh my God, my best friend's dying and it comes out of nowhere and it comes out of nowhere for you. It comes out of nowhere for Danny. I think it was technically done well as a book. It's just nowhere in it do you expect literally for that to happen. Um, it's tar- it's It's painted as a romance. And then death um, she goes through this extreme moral change of realizing what actually matters to her her best friend like literally five days out from dying goes dump your fiance you stupid bitch and she goes okay but where am i gonna live and she's like i already made you a secret apartment <laughs> and then there's the apartment and it's perfect <clears throat> and then the best friend dies it's fucking sad i did cry me too me too uh and then um she fucks her best friend's dead best friend's boyfriend because they're both grieving. And it's at that part, I isn't even like, like as much as I could shit talk parts of this book, because it just like slaps you in the face with grief out of nowhere when it wasn't marketed to do that. And I think that's fucked up. Um, as much as I could shit talk that, um, I think the grief is done really fucking well. Yeah. And the grief, they have like this grief makeout right when they figure out she's going to die for sure. And like, what did we just do? And it sets the tone for like, clearly they both are mourning through each other because they're the only people that can understand each other. Because they're the only people that were that close to her. She was sleeping on the fucking couch. He was sleeping on the fucking other couch or in the bed with Bella when she wasn't as sick. Like, they were there with her and with each other for, like, 40% of the book. This is the person she knows the most, but only in this, like, three-month phase of grief. And then they fuck. And then they realize they don't really care about each other like that. They just cared about someone and were the only two people going through grief like that together. They have, like, a second funeral for Bella. Um, with all of her friends, and that's when they fuck after. Man, we're gonna have to cut out the whole part about skins. 
We did go on a skins tangent last time we talked about this because I brought up uh, Chris's Chris. death. <laughs> and then we talked about Freddie. Hmm. That was a good tangent, though. Yeah. I mean, it would have gotten cut out and just been ended with, and that was our skins tangent. <laughs> so we could just still do that. And that was our skins tangent. And that's what happened on Glee. I think I gave it a four out of five or three out of five. I, I don't think <clears throat> most of us gave it a four. Yeah. I think you were <laughs> 3.5, but you were debating on whether to put it at three or four. If this book was marketed with me without because the whole uh, about is literally it being like fun fresh flirty fun sexy hot a little bit heartbreak it's they should have marketed that this is a book about like this is a grief book yeah (laughs) yeah i think you i mean you said it very precisely this time before we've had to like time (laughs) <laughs> we've had to go around several times to get the point across genuinely the last time i think we spent 30 minutes just trying to figure out how to word like it's fucked up that she sprung grief on us yeah mm-hmm. and that she did it in a way that it was like she was trying to embed a lesson on average romance readers yeah because it it draws in romance readers because the back is very much like ooh, let's see how she gets with this boy but she doesn't get yeah. the boy really and i was proud of myself for choosing this romance novel but it's not romance. Yeah. And, and at first I thought we were just biased about it because I was like, okay, it was Nicole trying to pick a book for us that was romantic to be nice to her co-hosts and BFF elves. But, and then I was like, okay, maybe we're also upset because I just don't like trauma being sprung on me out of nowhere. Like, and then I was like, okay, well then maybe it's a good book and I'm just bitter because I was expecting some fuck and I got some fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> but then I read the, the about and everyone else was also like, yeah, it kind of felt condescending like it kind of feels like it's coming from a place of like i'm embedding this wisdom onto you because all you want to do is live your life being horny when you should just live and it's like okay jokes on you this is how i live through my puss give me what i signed up for anyways (laughs) jokes on you i just read fan fiction after that (laughs) what was your tiktok the oh that was that was literally based that was a true story on laura's life not mine oh oh yeah because um I was already reading other fanfiction, and then I was just scrolling. I found a urine ice fanfiction of 300,000 words, and I was like, 300,000 words? That's so crazy. I was like, I can't read that, and then I just opened it. I'm almost done with it, by the way. I got two more chapters of it. Are you going to mark it on your Goodreads? (laughs) I wish. (laughs) I deserve to. You should be allowed to. 300,000 words. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. (laughs) Opinions. It was a good book. But not for what it's marketed as yeah (laughs) okay um they have to work in the morning we're doing this thursday night because everything's gone wrong this week but we will be sexy fresh and fun next i mean we're meeting again in what three days Mm -hmm. yeah that's how much we care about you guys we will have a spoiler free episode as promised also on twitter and instagram there's a girl and i think your name is mercedes because that's what's on your twitter but if we're wrong please tweet at us Uh, we just want to say we love you so much so much and thank you i know i didn't even get my thoughts on the book hold on I think I would have felt differently about it or liked it more if I knew what it was going in. Um, we did have to, like, warn you. Yeah. Yeah. Hell early on. And so I didn't read it until, like, I think three or four days af- after you guys had finished it. And then um, it went very poorly because I was very sad. <clears throat> but I, it's weird because, like, in my head, I'm like, this is one of my favorite books that I read at the end of the year. Oh, it's very, it's very important to me. Yeah. Yeah. But. I can't give it the five stars because of the... And I don't know if the condescension was on purpose or if maybe I'm just bitter that Bella's dead. But either way, I feel how I feel. And Rebecca Searle also blue screened my fucking computer. So 
<laughs> she yeah, you, hacked multiple of my devices. Becky. Yeah. Becky. Bex. Stop. Reba. <laughs> I don't remember the whole context of that, but I remember that. I was just like, is Reba McIntyre's name Rebecca? And you're just like, no, her name's fucking Reba. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So many golden moments gone. Yeah, I know. That's I really know. sad. Um, any other thoughts, questions, concerns, comments? I would recommend it, but I would recommend it only if you're prepared. Yeah, proceed with caution. That's why we tried to do a spoiler-free episode, but it didn't work out. We will have one for the next one. We'll get there. God, a book's so important to us, and then this is the product that we have. But doesn't this feel a bit like the book? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we planned all this. Rebecca's Girl just puts out so much like toxic energy, and she just said, yeah, them. Shit. <laughs> pain <laughs> she saw she saw our reviews and said three and a half stars baby i'm in hacked by reba she made sure that you got the three boxes of apple juice and she made sure that we were Fuck gonna yeah. open the contaminated i wasn't even supposed to get this much apple juice we weren't even supposed to be able to get drunk on apple juice tonight i ordered my groceries which is the second time i've ever done that and they gave me way too many juice boxes what the fuck <laughs> Groceries. Groceries. <laughs> Don't say it again. I didn't notice the groceries. It's meant to say groceries. Anyways, we're gonna go. <laughs> what a rough night. Rough life, but a rough week. Twenty twenty one's off to a rough start. I saw a tweet today that said twenty twenty one is just three twenty twenties in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that image. That's the truth. Yeah. I still feel it. And then, Apple juice is in me. Anyways, um, no, I'm not going to give you guys an outro. Please catch us on litbitchpod.com. All of our shit's there. We're so tired and cold and lonely and triggered. <laughs> ah. Okay, uh, we love you guys. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry for whatever Frankenstein ass episode I stitched together. Please don't let this be the last episode you guys listen to. <laughs> and if it is, honestly, what a good note for us to. I <laughs> uh, love you guys. Sail away. Sail away. Sail away. Just fucking end it.